Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Hello, everybody. Happy Hump Day. It's not really hump day because Friday's a holiday for most people. I mean, Good Friday is one of those days where most things are closed. And the longest lineups are not at the LCBO or the beer store. They're at the fish and chips places. You might want to get your order in now, everybody. That's right. It's going to be busy. Uh, We have to do an update, first and foremost, on yesterday's podcast. Yesterday, right after we finished recording. I hate it when this happens. uh, The education minister, Stephen Lecce, came out and said spring break in the province's schools is going to go ahead as scheduled. April 12th is the week that kids will be off. Lecce says the government continues to follow the province's top doctor's advice, and the break that was originally scheduled for March will not be postponed again. He says there's going to be enhanced safety protocols when students and staff return to in-class learning on April 19th. That's funny that he thinks they're going back on April 19th. Yeah, <laughs> There's a lot of people that, that just really feel like this is not going to happen, um, that the kids are going to go for their spring break and they're not going to come back to in-class learning until September. Well, there's a lot of nuance in that, right? I mean, what he's saying, and he didn't actually say it, but what he's saying is from the government's perspective, yeah, absolutely, we're still doing the break the week of April the 12th. What he didn't say, but everybody should know, is that it's not up to him. It's up to the top doctor, because no matter what the province decides, the doctors can overrule it at any time. The truth is, we don't know if there's going to be a spring break because the numbers are going up and we have no idea what it's going to look like a few days from now, particularly when infections we know will shoot up two weeks after the Easter break. Well, and when you take a look at history, right, all you have to do is see how how much things can change. You know, there's been weeks where you and I have been talking like, whoa, we're definitely got to, they're going to put us in the gray. They're going to put us in the gray. A week later, we're talking about, damn, they should put us in orange. We're doing so good. (laughs) Honestly, it can't, it's true though. And it can happen that quickly. I don't think it's very easy to decide now what you think is going to happen. And I know there's a lot of people who will claim that unions have already had talks and decided things and, Okay, that's fine, but there there is a lot of truth in the truth. We don't know. There is a lot of unknown. It could get better. It could get much worse. So it all depends on on how it goes. Honestly, what do you think of Doctor Isaac Bogosh? Do you usually consider him a reputable source? The guy you see on CP twenty four all the time. Um, no, I, I really. I, well, I shouldn't say no. I just don't like. I don't know. I don't find that he is he that much different than any anybody else. Um. I don't know. He's on the vaccine task force, and I have a feeling they brought him on that because he was one of the doctors from the beginning that the news media recruited to come out and do shit. So uh, they put him on there because he was a familiar name, and I think there's a lot of people that trust him. Basically, what he said yesterday is that we're going to have a bad April, but a great May. April's not going to be good. We know that because it's Easter weekend and people are going to gather. They're already saying, fuck you to the restrictions so i mean it is what it is they're going to uh gather and we're going to see a spike in infections sometime between a week and two weeks afterwards which is right when the kids are going back to school 
But at the same time, we're getting a lot more vaccines. Uh, what's her fucking name again? Um, <laughs> Which one? Christine Elliott? No, no, no. The procurement minister, Anita Anand. Anand, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm not really a fan of hers because back at the beginning of the pandemic, I asked her office a very, very, very simple question. And they gave me the runaround after leaving me basically waiting for an answer for three weeks. So not her biggest fan. In any case, though, uh, she said yesterday that we are getting Johnson and Johnson shots. We ordered 10 million with the option to get 28 million more. Weird order. But anyway, uh, they're coming at the end of next month. That's good. The single dose shot, the J&J, not as strong as the other ones, but it still does provide a sufficient amount of coverage. And this is the one that they're probably going to give to younger people. This would replace the AstraZeneca. Is J&J out in the States already? Has it been in arms there? Yeah, they're giving that one out in the States. The only one America hasn't approved is AstraZeneca. Right. And and (laughs) probably a smart decision. Even the prime minister yesterday. During his news conference had to say uh, he gets how confusing it is with all the changing advice on AstraZeneca. But he doubled down yesterday. Justin Trudeau came out and said, you should take. Sorry, I should do this better. You should take the first shot that's offered to you. Okay, but if that first shot offered to me is AstraZeneca, I'm probably going to pass. Sorry, it's just the way it is. You take it, Justin. Apparently, it's not safe for those under 55. He yeah. is under 55. JT, you go out there and take that shot. I don't. I, and I hate that. I hate that uh, pressuring anyone to take a shot that they don't want to take. It's right. all of our choices. It's all of our bodies. We should. That's fine if people want to be picky. But they have to realize that that means they may have to wait. So if you are picky and AstraZeneca is going to be the one we talk about most, let's be honest. I don't think a lot sure. of people are like Pfizer, not interested. Although maybe there are some people that do feel that way. Fine. If that's the way you feel then great. And what I've said before, I will stick with, we need to make it clear, though. Don't put yourself on a list for AstraZeneca and real and feel like in the moment on the day, you're going to decide whether or not to take it. Decide ahead of time, clear it up, so that the next person in line, if they want it and you don't, gets it. So that we move this shit along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the AstraZeneca thing has been tainted. The smartest thing they could do is just take it off the market for now. Just temporarily suspend its approval until more studies are done and then relaunch it with a new set of safety guidelines. And if they did that, I think people would generally trust it a little bit more than they do now. But as is, I don't know a single person that's like, yeah, sign me the fuck up. I want that AstraZeneca one. Nobody's saying that. Although the Pfizer one does seem to be the popular one because no issues that we're aware of. And they just finished testing it on younger people. Mm -hmm. And just this morning they announced It is safe for people 12 to 16 years old. They are going to start vaccinating people by fall with the Pfizer vaccine. Young people. That's great. Yeah. I mean, they want to do uh, that'll cover the high school students. So let me say this now for you dipshits in Ottawa that don't pay attention to fucking anything and constantly wait to the last minute. If we're going to be giving them to kids come September, order them now. We don't need to wait until August to say, yeah, I guess we should get some shots for the kids. We know how many kids are in Canada. Order the shots now. Have them on standby. And then when it's time to start vaccinating kids before back to school next fall, you'll have the shots here and we can just get it done. (laughs) Uh, More breaking uh, COVID vaccine news this morning. And I was relieved to see this is that one Ryan Reynolds, he says in his caption, 
finally got 5G <laughs> with, a, with a needle going into his arm. That's great. Oh. <laughs> That's great. I love that. Wait, how did Ryan Reynolds get a shot? Oh, he's not. He, I'm sure he's done not getting it in Canada. My dear. He's Is he not, not out on the West Coast right now? No, no, no. I, well, he and Blake Lively also have a place in, I believe it's in L.A., but definitely in the States. So Fuck. he's he's getting it there. I'm not sure if it's L.A. or somewhere else, but they, they live both places, right? So I'm, I'm guessing he, he's got it pretty good, whereas he can get a shot now there. So why not get it? I'm just, I mean, I just have many questions about how it works. Like, does he have direct uh, ability to speak with Bill if he raises his arm a certain way? Can he speak directly to Bill Gates? Or, <laughs> or does he have to, like, say a secret code as he moves his arm? I mean, those are the things I want to know. I think if you tilt your head towards one of the Astrolink satellites, you can talk instantly to Bill Gates once you've got that microchip in you. Oh, thank you for clarifying. I wasn't sure. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. Ryan Reynolds is 44 years old. I just checked. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, hey, that's great. America, so jealous. You guys are doing great. You are just a matter of weeks away from hitting that magic number uh, where you can claim that you've got herd immunity. Although they're still getting they're still getting a decent amount of infections down there. I'm starting to wonder how many Americans are actually getting the shot. Do you think there's a lot of vaccine hesitancy down there? I don't not that I've heard. You know what I find funny though is that we talk about what's happening down there all the time and they've no fucking idea what's happening up here. No clue. And a great example They still of, think we're doing a great job. Yeah, the no the, the honest to goodness that's exactly that's exactly it. I was just speaking uh yesterday um and this is Milwaukee, okay? The person I was speaking to is in Milwaukee, not far. Not that far from us anyway, I guess it's far, but I uh, had no idea and was mentioning, oh, I'm getting my vaccine, so I'm pretty happy. And I was like, wow. And they're around for same thing, like close to 50 years old, I would I would guess and asked me if I got mine yet. And I laughed and laughed and laughed. So I replied saying, are you kidding me? I said, you can probably Google search it, but our rollout hasn't been as smooth as you guys. Uh, this is how much they don't know. He goes, don't I wonder and I hope that maybe we can get some up to you or something like that. You, you did. You gave us the shit you don't want. Right. <laughs> and the then, stuff that will cause blood clots in people under 55. Nobody thanks. fucking wants it. So <laughs> thanks. Nice of you to try to care, but they're in uh, they're in way better shape than we are. And they don't even realize it. We're, we're going to take that shipment of a million and a half AstraZeneca and we're going to throw it in Lake Michigan. We uh, <laughs> There's not a lot of people up here lining up to get the AstraZeneca, but uh, for our American listeners, it's a holy disaster. It's this bad. has been fucked up so many different ways. It's disgusting. Yeah. And I, I am happy, though, that they're now starting to do people in their 60s. That's mm-hmm. good news because uh, for people our age, that's our parents. And just this morning, my dad texted me to say he got an appointment. He's going to see his family doctor next week, and he'll either be getting the Pfizer or the Moderna. Fantastic. That's the news I like to hear. We just got to keep him in bubble wrap for a few more weeks and then he's vaccinated and he can go. That's good. One thing I do want to talk about, though, and and I heard Ford kind of allude to this the other day, although he didn't come out and say it as directly as that that fuck out there on the West Coast, John Horgan, um, the premier of British Columbia. Sorry, the right honorable. Uh, (laughs) Yesterday, it was such a bad look and it's so condescending. We in Ontario are having a bit of a problem with our post-secondary students, and clearly they're having the same problem out on the left coast as well. There's a lot of infections spreading amongst the university students, and at the U of W, for example, University of Waterloo, every single student residence building is now under a declared outbreak. 
there's a widening outbreak at Brock University in St. Catharines and, and various other schools across Ontario. And I guess that's happening out west, too. And, and yesterday, uh, Premier Horgan uh, came out and I believe his exact words were to you young people out there. Don't blow it for the rest of us. Now, I know that people that tune in regularly to see uh, Dr. Henry and Minister Dix are following the rules. They are paying attention to the details and focusing on making sure that they do their part to get British Columbia through this. The cohort from 20 to 39 are not paying as much attention to these broadcasts and, quite frankly, are putting the rest of us in a challenging situation. I'm asking, I'm appealing to young people to curtail your social activity Uh, The directions will be quite clear from Dr. Henry, but my appeal to you is do not blow this for the rest of us. Do not blow this for your parents and your neighbors and others who have been working really, really hard, making significant sacrifices so we can get good outcomes for everybody. Seriously, I am so fucking sick of these old bastards that have done nothing but fuck this up since the beginning. Now lecturing young people who were disproportionately affected by all this shit. You want to lecture young people about behaving themselves and don't blow this for the rest of us. Well, that's easy to say when you got your fucking vaccine. But my appeal to you is do not blow this for the rest of us. Do not blow this for your parents and your neighbors and others who have been working really, really hard, making significant sacrifices. You got your vaccine and the rest of us are still sitting here waiting for the vaccines. We should have been done by now. Don't you dare lecture these university and college students about doing what university and college students do. Don't you fucking dare because they're living their lives and they should have been done by now. They should have been done. Life should be back to normal now. But you guys screwed this up and you baby boomers that got your shots. Part of the reason we're in this whole mess to begin with to now turn around and start lecturing the young people about how they just have to wait. They have to be patient. They can't live their lives while you go out and live yours. Get the fuck out of here. Do not blow this for the rest of us. Ooh, you fired up. I am fired up. Uh, and you know what? I was talking to my daughter about it, who lives in B.C., by the way, because she goes to UBC. She just lost her job the other day because they have to go back into a three week they say, circuit breaker lockdown. And they want to try and pin this all on young people? But my appeal to you is, do not blow this for the rest of us. Where do you think this fucking thing came from? Maybe if you'd asked young people at the beginning, what do you think we should do? We would have had a different outcome. But no, you guys knew best. And then as soon as you guys get your shots in the arm, you start lecturing young people? Get the fuck out of here. That's bullshit. Should we go wagging our fingers at all the fucking kindergarten classes that have had to shut down through all this? Hey, you little fuck. How yeah, dare you? Why don't you just wear your mask and stay six feet away from and, people? And I, I know it's different. I know it's different because you're talking about adults technically. But it's when they're in close quarters like that, honest to goodness, how do you not expect something like that to happen? And you expect them to stay in, inside their dorms. In, in a lot of cases, very tiny dorms in their residences or with their other person and not see anybody else. I mean, I, I don't see how that could have been possible to do at all. Uh, my question no. is, is this guy wagging his finger at other people? Has he been saying any shit about this rollout and about our government, our, our Canadian leader, anything? Do not blow this for the rest of us. No, he's not. He's not doing anything like that. It's almost like there's no blame for anybody except the young people because there has been a lot more infections with young people lately. 
that's a, that's going to piss off a lot of your young voters, or do you not give a fuck? I don't think he gives a fuck. Hopefully, he's retiring after this. Hopefully, okay. he is. Right. And, and you know what? I mean, you, you just shut up and, and let Bonnie, uh, Bonnie, what is her name? Dr. Bon- oh. No, no, no. That's the mayor of Mississauga. Uh, Bonnie Henry? Bonnie that's Henry? it? The health minister in British Columbia <laughs> so or the chief names. medical officer? So many of new names in our lives the last year. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, one thing I am sick and tired of hearing is just trying to pin it on young people. Young people did everything they were supposed to do, and they've been fucked at every single turn through all this. Whatever happened to last summer's program that got completely derailed because of the Wii scandal? We never did make up that to the young people. Never once did we do that. We owe them. We owe them a lot. And you know what? When they could have gone rogue and sent this whole thing into a catastrophe, they didn't. They did what they were asked to do. And by the way, the service industry that you rely on so much for tax revenue, who the hell do you think is those servers and cooks and so on and so forth? Who do you think is delivering that food? It's the young people, you asshole. Mm-hmm. Stop blaming them. Are are we seriously expecting though? Just to go back to the breakout that's happening at I'll I'll, I'll give our local example here. University of Waterloo is one of them. They say now that they are urging students to remain in their own accommodation, except to attend classes, exercise, or get food, unless you they're, have it. Are none of them supposed to be going home for Easter? Is that what the is that what they're going with here? I think so. I think that's the plan. And and listen, you know what? I mean, let's be honest here. Yes, there has been a lot of outbreaks on campuses lately. Nicer weather's here. We were we know there's vaccines going in arms. It's not happening fast enough, but we know it's going out. Young people are looking for a little bit of optimism. And I don't blame them because they got screwed through all of this. But they still did what we asked them to. And if you're one of those people that's thinking about Fuck, long weekend, holy Thursday tomorrow. We're going to light it up. Let's do it. Uh, believe me, I get it. I've been there. I have been there. Try and find your chill for a little bit. Just calm down for one or two more months. Try. But you know what? You don't deserve that lecture that you're getting from leaders. You don't deserve it. It's not your problem. You still have to be part of the solution, but you didn't cause this problem. So to any premier that's thinking about lecturing those who haven't been vaccinated already with the finger wagon saying it's your fault, don't blow this for the rest of us. That's wrong. It's wrong, wrong and wrong again. Cut them some slack. Help them do the right thing. Don't lecture them now when they've done everything they were asked to do through the whole thing. And we still screwed them at every single turn. Don't do it. Oh, and bu- now I'm mad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I sense it. <laughs> Seriously. Go ahead, I mean, keep going. You're on fire. Was, go, go, It, it go. was one of those condescending, rude comments that they didn't deserve. And I think that is wrong. Totally wrong. Um, when it comes to what's going to happen after the Easter long weekend, we know the numbers are going to keep coming up. And again, I'll go back to. Uh, that famous podcast, apparently, that we did a couple of weeks ago where I know I went off and I'm sorry, I don't want to lose my temper in this podcast. I'm generally a level headed person. But when there's something wrong, you got to call it out. Mm-hmm. And we know the numbers are going to go up a little bit. We know they will. But vaccines are going in arms. And again, government. And I'm talking to all of you, Justin, Doug, all the local mayors and chairs. This is on you guys now. This is not on the people. 
We did what we were told to do. And when Doug came out yesterday and threatened, I won't hesitate to shut it down again. I mean, Doug, you can threaten anything you want, but I think even you know, as a reasonable person, nobody's going to do it. You can go ahead and put in all the stay-at-home orders you want. You can force people into all the quarantine hotels you want. Nobody's doing it now. So you've got to stop relying on the people and start relying on shots in arms. You get shots in arms and you'll see results. How many times you try and lock people down again, you'll get no results. How many times have we said this on the podcast, though? At this point, they need to be focused on doing one thing right now. Yep. You know, and find a balance everywhere else. Find the best balance you can to keep business open, keep businesses open and keep people safe. Fine. Do 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 the best job. But we're we're riding a wave right now and it's, it's not great. It's not smooth. It's turbulent. But we got to just keep on balancing this part. And all you got to do is focus on on getting the, the shots in arms. And then that part's frustrating, too, because I know uh, we're lacking supply. And some some places had to completely just shut down their clinics because they literally don't have anything to give to anybody in some parts. It's disgusting. It's it's it, terrible. But let's do our best to just get that going. Focus on that. But keep the balance. Keep the balance going on the other side here. We don't need to completely lock down everywhere. Let's keep the businesses open. They're doing all the right things. We're not seeing a spread coming from the restaurants and coming from everywhere else that's doing all the right things. So leave it be. Well, we've talked about this before, too. We know what works. We know because we've done it. We did this for the last year. And if you actually do, Doug, feel the need to pull the carpet out from underneath everybody and say, we're shutting her down for the Thanksgiving week or for the Easter long weekend. Before you do that, let's go. Industry by industry by industry. Let's take a look at where the infections came from. I put this out on Twitter yesterday because it was pissing me off. My dog desperately needs a haircut. He's a shaggy mess. Mm -hmm. They're booking into June and July now at a lot of the groomers. And that's because we shut them down in January and February. Wow. Was there even one, even one infection in Ontario from a dog groomer? Even one. Yeah, stupid. It's totally stupid. Scott, not even that. That is essential. That is essential for our dogs. Sure. It really is. I can't cut Leo's nails. He, he, his anxiety is insane. Then I get really anxious when I try to do it. For example, I've tried to trim and do everything that I, that the groomer does. And I'm not a groomer. So I don't like having to do that. Uh, And uh, same, same with you. Mine was delayed, but I'm, I'm in April. Let's hope that I'm in April. But it needs to happen. Those need to stay open. There's certain things that do need to stay open. I mean, they increased capacity to restaurants. They did all these other things. I hope they continue to look at what works and what should be done to continue to make things work. Well, let's go where the problem is. You know, I can point to hundreds of school infections a day. A day. I can't find one for the dog groomers. But the schools are open. Groomers were closed. How does that make any sense at all? And now... What is it, an eight-week wait to try and get your dog's nails trimmed? Yeah, depending Come on, on the place. I mean, some people some might are, get lucky. Yeah. yeah, some you will. And I'm on like three different cancellation lists. But, I mean, still, it's not the point. They shouldn't have been shut down in the first place. It's ridiculous at this point. And if you're even considering more restrictions, Doug, and I hope you're not. I hope you're not. We're at a point right now where we should all just shake hands and go our separate ways. So don't shake hands, fist bump, elbow bump, whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> don't shake hands. But we should all wish each other well and go our separate ways. We know what to do. We don't need Big Brother telling us what's safe and what isn't safe anymore. We've been hearing that every day for a year. Everybody, you're on your own. You know how to protect yourself. Go do it. Live your life. 
and and you guys there at Queens Park and you guys up there on Parliament Hill, you guys just worry about putting shots in people's arms. That's all you have to do. We'll take care of the rest. And if a couple of university students happen to catch COVID because they they slipped up even for a minute, I'm not blaming them. They've been through more than most people have mm-hmm. through this whole shit. Their mental health is really suffering, too. And nobody's talking about them. Well, all they have to do is remember that, right? I hope those who are able and eligible to vote. I know some of them may not be from there. Maybe you are able to vote. Just remember all this shit. This is all great stuff to keep in the back of your head, no matter where Take you names. live. No yep. matter where you live, um, whether we're talking a federal election, whether we're talking a provincial election, or right down to your mayor. Next, you remember all this shit and you cast your ballot based on this because this is the biggest test. And some people are acing the shit out of it. Others failing miserably. Just keep those things in mind because you never know when something like this could happen again or something close to this even. And how, how they react to it tells you absolutely everything you need. All the information that you have up there, use it next time you cast that ballot. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's uh, switch gears here quickly. I'm just going to blow through these stories because I don't think we need to go much longer. Like, yep. let's maybe cap sure. this at about five, six minutes. Yeah, we'll do a longer one tomorrow, maybe. So, Toronto police uh, have taken a woman into custody after reports of a disturbance near the mansion of Drake. Police haven't released many details, only that officers were called to his address on the bridal path. Constable Alex Lee says no one entered the property and there were no reported injuries, but an investigation is ongoing. It's not clear if Drake was home at the time. You always know more about this shit than the police release. What actually happened here? I heard a security guard got hit with a pipe. Or okay, something. so no, apparently that that was not the case. This is the really this is the messed up part is this story first came out and I think it all depends on what source you, you went with on it. But when the story first came out, there were reports that it was a, a crazy woman uh, Drake's property. Um, someone had claimed that she hit a private security guard over the head with a metal rod, had a knife on hand as she was approaching his house. Okay, but apparently, nope. Um, others say there were no weapons at all. And I think kind of confusing things more is the constable that answered questions on this um, for the Toronto Police Service possibly didn't know everything either, but declined to say if weapons were even involved. So we don't really know the truth. Here's what we do know, though. The woman was not actually on the property of Drake when she was arrested. Um, did she have intention to be on it? I'm sure she did. It seems like it. I'm not sure unless there's someone next door that she, oh, shit, wrong house. Like, I don't know. It seems like maybe she was aiming for Drake. She's still in custody, so I'm sure they're asking many questions and trying to sort that out. Uh, her age and name have not been released, and we don't even know if charges have been laid. So there's a lot we don't know about it, but some people just took off running with the story yesterday, claiming all this shit that apparently was likely not true. Hmm. So what was this? Who is this woman? We don't know. That's it. eh? We just yeah, have no it. idea nope. why she did it or no name, no age. Um, all we know is that she was somebody, I guess, called 911 because she was near the property right outside of his house, but was not arrested on the property. That said, 
I don't know if maybe she was at one point on the property. Maybe Drake even called 911 and is like, eh, get this bitch off my property. Yeah. We, the constable is not giving that information out yet. But like I said, she's still in custody. I'm sure they're still asking questions and trying to figure out if there was any danger. Maybe they're trying to assess mental health, too. Uh, a lot of possibilities. A 50% increase in UFO sightings in Canada last year. Winnipeg science writer Chris Rutkowski and his team looked into 1,243 Canadian reports and found most involved lights in the sky. There was no explanation for about 13% of them. Now, this research team said UFO sightings likely increased because people spent so much time in lockdown and they were probably looking up at the sky more than they typically do. I'm not surprised. We're getting very close to the U.S. government declassifying all of the documents on extraterrestrials. We're going to get answers. And it seems like in the lead up to that, we're getting a lot more sightings. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder what the world's going to be like after they admit it. Once they say, here's the deal. There are aliens. They've been here. We've been in contact with them. Yada, yada, yada. Once that happens, I really do wonder, is life going to change? Are we living in a different world once we know for sure, for sure? Oh, we know. Who doesn't know? Who doesn't know? It's 100% accurate. So, and yes, some people will say, oh, there's just more sightings because more people were, you know, around and and taking the time to blah, blah, blah. There, there definitely, there's got, there's, there's got to be correlation between the amount of sightings that we've had and the fact that we are, I mean, we're hearing about this. They're likely coming and checking out things a little bit more. I honestly think they have no fucking idea, Scott. I think whatever it is that's been checking us out, maybe it's multiple different groups of things, people, whatever the fuck you want to call aliens, uh, if that's what you want to go with, aliens. I think there's, they don't know. So they, they're embarrassed at this point, I'm sure. Like, to, they don't want to be like, hey, guys, uh, here's, the, here's all the info we know. Not much, but we know that they're around. And here's what we have so far. And, and it's basically not much. Not Do much they by chance with. want any AstraZeneca vaccines? Because I'm sure we can hook them up. Yeah, they can take it. <laughs> what is it? What is it when you get someone sloppy seconds from the States to Canada and then you try to give those out again? Is that like sloppier, sloppier? <laughs> Does it get sloppier? I mean, Thirds? I prefer to use the term regifting. So we're going to sure. regift those AstraZeneca vaccines to the aliens. Yeah. You Martians can go ahead and have them. Uh, oh, boy. This is really crazy. A guy and his buddy were out drinking last Friday in Lincoln, Nebraska. Now, one of the guys suffered some sort of an injury and couldn't walk. So the other guy decided, I got to get my buddy here to the hospital. So given that they were near a construction site, he jumped in the driver's seat of a front end loader, threw his buddy in the front basket and drove 10 blocks to the nearest hospital. He showed up at the hospital ER, parked the front loader, blocking the ambulance bay, by the way. And took his buddy in the front door. Here's the problem. Sorry, there's a lot of problems with this. Number one, drinking on a Friday night in a construction site. That's a red flag. But here's the thing. After he blocked the ambulance bay, police were called. Turns out this asshole was twice the legal limit of booze in his system. He had an open bottle of liquor with him, along with a fairly big bag of pot. He was driving on a suspended license from a previous DUI. What the fuck? 
That's the best thing I've ever heard, though. That's you know, amazing. when you have the option to throw your buddy in the bucket of a front loader and drive 10 blocks in that that's to the amazing. hospital while you're drunk. Oh sure. My God. Maybe that's an option to you. Or. Nine one one. Yeah. They'll send somebody and bring you to the hospital <laughs> and no Dewey. I'm just trying to. I'd love to know. I'd love to know what. Like, the thought process is obviously pretty, like, inebriated. So you know that the thought process is not really clear there. But, like, when you're when you're in that position, are you just, like, it seems like something out of a movie. Like, I got you, man. I'm not going to let you get hurt. I'm not going to leave you here, man. Put you in the put you in this thing and trot down the road. What did you say, 10 blocks? Mm-hmm. Jesus Ten Christ. Blocks. That whole time was he, it's okay, buddy. I got you. I got you. It's a little bumpy up here. Slow down. What a fucking stupid thing to do. Did he think that when he arrived at the hospital, it'd just be like an episode of Grey's Anatomy where they're all just like, yes, well done. You're a hero. That's what he thought, right? He thought That's he was what a he fucking... thought. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. No, it didn't work out that way. He got taken to jail. <laughs> uh, fucking dumb people. Oh, uh, one more dumb criminal story. This is from the area where we do our FM radio show. This person's in a proper amount of shit. Somebody wrote anti-police graffiti on the police station on Maple Grove Road in Cambridge. Now cops are trying to track down who did it. They wrote it in black marker and it included a threat against the cops. So they haven't actually come out and said it yet, but I can tell you that police stations generally fairly well protected with cameras and well they're good lit. to figure it out and i'm pretty sure well lit and i drive past that particular one you're talking about um at the wee hours of the morning too and they're i don't know how you I, I, I will see if this person gets away with it or people whatever it is but they do have cameras from what i can tell and they they are pretty well lit uh yeah what a stupid thing to do they're going to find this person, yeah. and they're in a lot of shit now. Maybe I mean, check your wanted list or someone who just got released, I'd imagine. Someone who has a lot of run-ins with the cops. So you run down that list. Unbelievable. Okay, guys, you have yourselves a great Wednesday. Thank you for listening to After 9, and we will have our last edition of the week coming out tomorrow. In the meantime, uh, I don't know, don't fuck around. Oh, it's a Whiskey Wednesday. Have yourself a Glenn. Go fuck yourself. Oh, yes. Enjoy your Glenn. Enjoy your Glenn. Go fuck yourself today, guys. I'm going to take a, take a double. You know what? Have a double Glenn. Go fuck yourself. How's that? It's hump day. Why not? We'll see you tomorrow. Do not blow this for the rest of us. All right. The show is over. This isn't over. This isn't over by a long shot. It's over when I say it's over. Yep. Okay. Take care. See you soon. So long. Farewell. Do not blow this for the rest of us.